Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. Thank you for joining me again today. Uh, I just want to follow up to our discussion yesterday talking about service. Um, I alluded to a lot of different things about, um, yeah, I'll elaborate on that later. Um, and sometimes I get caught up in a new subject and I forget to do that. So I'm really making a point to to do that today because this is something that is still really uh, sitting with me about service. So I was trying to figure out which was the best way to start this elaboration, right? Um, I thought, should I tell you everything that went right before I tell you the things that went wrong? And that would be helpful, but I think by doing that, it diminishes just the power of the experience I had when everything was going so badly. And then, you know, like I said, these better angels of service came and swooped in and saved the day. So I think I will share with you a few instances of what went wrong <laughs> and... um so you can get an idea of just the level of frustrations that were creeping up all throughout the trip. So this was, as I said, uh, a birthday trip for my man. Um, and it was in the middle of uh, April. And we decided to go to the Dominican Republic and... Uh, Puerto Rico, and we left out of Miami. Well, to be clear, he wanted to go any place that was hot and warm. It was still super cold here in the mid-Atlantic area in the U.S. Even though it was April, it still felt like a very brisk and frigid March uh, winter for us. So any place to go would be great. And so it just so happened that the time frame that we chose was because our kids were going to be on spring break and we didn't have to worry about um, any babysitters having to shuffle them to school and deal with the school routine and everything else. At least, you know, they could be home and in the comfort of their home while we were gone. Um, and so they wouldn't have to deal with all the, the stress of running around and putting the extra pressure on the babysitters. And when I say babysitters, I just mean my mom and my sister and my brother, right? So anyway... For that week of spring break, the only thing that happened to be available for trips were going to um, the Caribbean um, and, again, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and, of course, flying out of Miami. Oh, and we also went to the Bahamas, which was uh, the cruise's own private island, okay? Apparently, cruise lines are doing this now where they buy little islands um, and they convert it into, like, a little hub just for their ships, so, you know, it was okay. Anyway, we go through all the rigmarole of booking the trip and all that stuff. And after dealing with ridiculous prices for flights and um, all the COVID uh, hoops you have to jump through, we finally had the trip booked. So we thought, well, they have options where they tell you, you know, you can get packages. Now these package deals are basically like what you pay for is what you're able to get, right? So for us, we got something called an easy plus package, which means that 
all your drinks are on there, like your spirits, your sodas, your juices, your milks, your teas. And it's important to get one of these packages because for simple things like even wanting like fresh orange juice at breakfast, if that's not in your package, you can't get that. You can get like orange drink or like something that's similar to orange juice, but you're not going to get like fresh orange juice. So shockingly I didn't even know that until we were there and asked for fresh orange juice and they had to check our package I was like wow could you imagine like we couldn't even get real orange juice but anyway so you know this covered water and all the other good stuff so we um we got that package to make sure that we could have all the drinks we want and then for dinner they had all these specialty restaurants like really really nice restaurants so you got a package where it's like you get four restaurants, you pick the restaurants you want. Um, and that's basically covered and paid for on your package, right? So uh, you don't have to worry about buying and paying out of pocket. Now, some people that we met who decide to go a la carte, meaning just order off the menu, they said they really didn't see any difference in, in savings or costs. And, and maybe that's true. But for me, I don't like... Um, unexpected expenses popping up on me. Especially, look, I live on a budget and what I pay for is what what I expect to get and I don't want to be surprised by an additional bill, right? Especially since I was the one footing this this um this birthday gift and I don't have a lot of means. I wanted to make sure whatever was set or or expected to happen happened. Um so, I'm like, nope, let's do the package deal that way. We are covered with um, what we want to eat. We know we have some really good places. The one thing I will say is that, um, I guess, in in the booking package we chose, that also gave us access to our own private restaurant, right? Which meant you could go down there and eat as much as you want. Plus, everybody on the ship had um, opportunity to go to this massive buffet, which was absolutely fabulous. I mean, you could have just gotten the buffet the whole time. You didn't need to do a package, but I wanted to have some specialty restaurants. Anyway, so we got all that stuff, our food, our drinks covered, right? And then we chose to do some excursions, like when you go to these islands, activities to do, like tour guides and things like that. So we picked those things out. We picked out um, some services like spa services because he loves getting a good pedicure especially when he's on a cruise ship he's like what better way to relax and soaking your feet and having someone like massage your feet and stuff um and work on and work on you know your toes and things so that was his little treat for himself and then we had a um a what is it called a balinese hot lava stone massage now that was interesting um, they literally take these, these black stones that are heated up like crazy and they put them all over your body and they're like massaging you and they put them in the palm of your hands to where you almost feel like you want to freak out cause it's so hot. But, um, after a while it soothes like everything, your skin gets so soft and so relaxing. So, you know, we, we had picked out a couple of things, right? Picked it out. I was grimacing the whole time because I was looking at cost. Um, although my man did pay for, he paid for the pedicure and he paid for the the massage because I was capped out. <laughs> okay, um, so he did uh, cover it. So anyway, 
we set up all these things, right? And so you think, yeah, I've made my selections, I've made my packages, you know, we're set for the trip. Well, as the trip got closer, I kept getting all these emails and things about the things we had selected. Well, come to find out, me being slightly neurotic, I was like, you know what, let's double check our profile to make sure everything that we requested and that we had, you know, asked for is actually there because the emails just seemed too erratic. Like every other day there was something else, not to mention, as I said before, my sister, who is a travel agent, was also helping to, you know, um, arrange things for us and, and liaise on our behalf, right? And so she was getting a bunch of emails too. And our emails, hers and mine, were just not matching up. So it was very confusing. So that was one thing. And so I decided to log in just to see where are we with our packages and and, in our restaurants and our uh, spa services. Well, guess what? None of that stuff was there. None of it. Everything we had booked that we had so-called gotten confirmation for was not there. To me... That is uh, a first warning sign. Where's my stuff, right? (laughs) Like we set this up, we painstakingly went through this and it's not here. Now, what would have happened if we never checked, right? And then we got on the ship and then that wasn't there because all of our confirmation details, like the emails said that these services and these packages were on our confirmation. However, when you log into the website, it was not there. So then calling the service, their service representatives on the phone, they also said, no, we don't have this listed in the system for you. So I was a little annoyed. Well, I was a lot annoyed, but hey, we caught it ahead of time. Let's fix it and move on. Right. So we get that fixed. Okay. Now, of course, every couple of days, I'm checking neurotically to make sure that it's still there. Right. Then, as we get uh, maybe like a week out, we get another slew of emails. Now, it's about um, all the requirements we need for COVID and this, that, and a third. Oh, you got to make sure you have COVID travel insurance. You got to make sure you've been vaccinated and boosted and all this nonsense, right? So fine, fine, fine. Of course, and bring your vaccination cards and um, all of that. Then in this like fine detail that, I mean, you wouldn't even know it, I guess, if you really weren't reading, you have to take a COVID test like 40, no more than 48 hours before you like go on the trip. Well, we were flying out the night before, um... So we were flying out on a Friday and the ship left on a Saturday, right? So that meant we had to make sure that we got our test by Thursday evening because it can take up to 40 hours for you to get this so-called PCR test uh, from the lab. You couldn't even do like a home COVID test. You had to get a PCR test at like a, a pharmacy or something or your doctor. So <laughs> that was annoying um, scheduling that. And because you just didn't know if you were going to get your results back in time. When we were standing at the ship trying to board and do all our paperwork, there were people in line with us who still had not gotten their test results back. There were people and they would push, push them to the side like, well, you got to wait. You got to keep calling them or get the lab to see if they can give you a result and all that stuff. It was just like nonsense. And again, some people were like, I didn't even know I needed to do that. All you said on the website was being vaccinated and boosted. So there, right there, is a lack of communication 
and bad customer service. Okay. That to me, that was like uh negative strike two, right? You, you have poor communication with uh, people booking things and that being confirmed and staying on their profile to now folks didn't even know that they needed to have this uh, COVID test and, and have the negative printout with them. Um, so that was, you know, just, I felt so sorry for a few people. I mean, I don't know if they ever got on the ship. One woman and her daughter, uh, they were standing there and they looked devastated because they're like, well, we, we didn't know, uh, that we needed to do that. And I mean, someone told them, well, you got to rush over to a CVS over here. They're like, but we're still going to be on the ship. You know, by then they said, well, we'll have to see what we can do. Maybe you can stay in your room and quarantine until we know. Like, I don't know what happened to those people. But again, that is bad, 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 bad. Why was that not like constantly reiterated through your confirmations and the website and, and all the emails you got? Like people should have known and been informed, but, but. This company is not responsible for people not reading, right? I feel as though, yes, the information was there, but it was so hidden under all these other papers and, and like um, guidelines. The normal person would not have just stumbled upon that. You know what I mean? I didn't even know that until my sister had told me about it because she was thoroughly reading every single document, right? So... That was aggravating. But anyway, so we get on the boat. We get on the ship. I won't even tell you how aggravating it was trying to get an elevator. Never try to get an elevator on day one when you get on a cruise. I'm just warning anybody who's never cruised before. I cruised one time in my life. And that was back when I was like 21, 22 years old. That was years ago, years ago, right? So I might as well have been a brand new cruiser because it's been that long. Um, And I was standing there so overwhelmed. It was so hot. You have all these people around you. You have your mask on um, and you can't get an elevator. And the only good thing was that they took our luggage, right? They took our luggage um, from the time we got to the port so we didn't have to manage our bags. But... If you have a carry-on, <laughs> if you have a big bag, a duffel bag or something else with you, you know, you're lugging this thing around. You want to get rid of it. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're not going to get an elevator. We were on the 15th floor. When you get onto the ship, you come in on like the fifth floor, at least for this ship. So that meant we climbed 10 flights. Listen to what I said. 10 flights of stairs to get to our room because... There was no way we were getting an elevator. We waited for over 15 minutes. We would go to different floors and wait, hoping we could catch another elevator as it was coming up or going down. Never happened. That was just a bad experience. So by the time we got to our room, and I am like exhausted, huffing and puffing, sweated out, my hair sweated out. It's like all dripping all over. We finally get to our room. And I'm just like, oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. We We have made it. We are here. It was nice. We came into the room. It was beautiful. Nice balcony and everything. Um, we had champagne waiting for us. And okay, that was a nice little like take the edge off of my, again, aggravation. So oh, we just sit down. There's We go out on the balcony. We look around. We're in the Miami port. 
you know, Miami is beautiful because it's Miami. Um, so you take that in and you allow yourself to get a little excited. Yeah, we're going to have a cruise. We're on the cruise. It's so great. We finally made it. It was plane, trains and automobiles to get here, but we are here, right? So we get refreshed. We take showers because we're so sweaty and nasty and we decided to go exploring the ship. So now day one was cool. Day one was great. It was fantastic, right? Um, in the sense of it's new, you're trying to get acclimated and everything is nice. Day two, easily the same thing. You know, we, we had a decent time. We were at sea at that point. And then that's when things started to go a little left, right? Because I paid to have internet for, you know, our room and our devices. Now, when they say it's like a package. You can pay for two devices for internet. So I did that. And come to find out, though, that was only like one device for me, one device for him. It's not like, oh, for my phone and my laptop or for his phone and his iPad. So we were just stuck using our phones because that's all we could use. Not to mention that the internet was based off of their own system, like the ship's internal system. So it's not like whatever internet package you happen to have with your provider, you know, you can like piggyback off of that with your hotspot and like their internet. No, you're just stuck to the ship's internet. So That wasn't great, which means we really didn't get service because when the ship was out of range, everything was out of range. And of course, yes, you're in the ocean. I get that. You know, you're not going to have full-fledged internet. And who's on the internet anyway? Really, right? You're on a cruise. However, we all still need to have some sort of connection. People have kids. There are emergencies. There are things happening. You need to have some kind of connection. So that was a little bit um, frustrating, but that's, again, something you anticipate when you go. Still not that big of a deal, right? What became frustrating was the lack of just communication, right? The lack of communication on the ship became untenable for me because you just didn't know what was happening, right? They would leave um, programs every day, if you will, in your stateroom. Um, and for you to know the events of the next day and what was going on, they had a lot of activities, a lot of activities, you know, there was like a a club and they had all these bands playing and, um, cause they had a casino. So there was all different stuff happening in casino night and poker and all this and that. So, okay, that's great. I'm not really a casino person, but you know, my man is, so that was good for him. They had a couple of shows like a theater and things like that. So they were very good about, you know, letting you know all the the stuff you could do on the ship. It was just like, okay, um, let me give you an example. We were in what what place was this? The Bahamas. Okay, we were in the Bahamas, <clears throat> and. It was like a couple of days before the, the trip ended. And that day happened to be my man's birthday, right? So we're in the Bahamas and we had scheduled to do some activities that day. We paid for these activities, right? And they all got canceled. 
because of the weather. And that's actually okay. No one can control the weather. What are we going to do? What was not okay was we had dinner plans that we had to cancel and, well, actually move up. Not cancel, but but move them up. We were eating dinner about 8.30 every night, right? So we had to move dinner up to about 6.30 because the event we were scheduled to go to that evening, it was going to be... um, a twilight cruise, right, around the island. Well, that took off at like 7.45, but nobody told us that. And why didn't they tell us that? Because these people have bad communication. And we didn't even find out about what time that was going to happen until someone left a note in our room. And that was already at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So that was pretty aggravating. And then so we, we changed our dinner plans we rushed, we hurry up, we scarfed down his birthday dinner. We rushed back to our room, right, to drop off any unnecessary stuff and to um, head off the ship to go join the Twilight, Twilight Cruise. We passed all the ship security and stuff as we're going down the gangway um, to get off the ship and, and get onto the island. This is the, the ship's private island in the Bahamas, we're passing all these people, all these workers, everyone looking at us as we go. And then we get to like a little pavilion with like two people, um, one as a lifeguard. And we're asking them, yeah, we're here for the, the cruise. They're like, oh, that's been canceled. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wind is too bad. And that's been canceled. Okay, well, no one told us anything. We just rushed from dinner to get here. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, someone should have told you something. They should have made an announcement. We just found out ourselves. And then I was livid. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rail and Ramble with me. Join me next time as we continue this discussion on service and we get to the bottom of how all this frustration and aggravation actually led me to an immense feeling of gratitude.